So do you have like intro music and stuff? I actually don't. I need to. I need to get that. Yeah. I don't know. I like. Um. I like listen to other podcasts. I'm like, man, I need like an intro music. I got to thank the sponsors, which would be <laughs> <laughs> no one. Yeah. Yet. Right. But um. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, you have a lot of good. You have a lot of cool stuff. Uh. I couldn't imagine you like trying to be like, hey, like, look, I have a podcast that I started. Like, might not be what you want right now, but like. If you sponsor me, like I can really go, you know, yeah. above and beyond. Well, I just get um, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll do like three this week, and and then like it'll be a month, and I won't do a single <laughs> episode, and I'm like, oh yeah, I have that. I need to work on that. That's funny. Yeah, I heard it's I heard it's pretty hard to like really, you know, you got to stay consistent with it. They said like everyone wants to start one. It's fun. They're like, but it is like a lot of work. Yeah, and especially if you're. Uh, just interviewing people so you have to find people to talk to oh true so then it's like you're working with other people's schedule and like if you and your brother had one and it was just you two like if you mm-hmm. live near each other and stuff and then you kind of just do it whenever yeah um but then the problem is coming up with stuff to talk about yeah well <laughs> you gotta find people that i can you know can talk to yeah so. how do you like those uh bpn things Dude, I the like strong him. greens. Dude, I saw I saw you post it the other day, and big I was like, advocate. Right, so I was like, that's interesting, and I eat tons of like vegetables and fruits and whatnot, but like yeah. I know it's not some. There's some days it's not where it needs to be mm-hmm. because you know not everybody's perfect, but right. like the the guy uh, Nick Bear, yes, he had like a pineapple coconut one. I was like, yeah. oh, I can get on board with that, dude. He's awesome. I. Yeah. uh it's his lifting plan actually that i follow he's a beast bro oh my gosh i mean beast like one of the most perfect examples of a true hybrid athlete i think oh yeah you know because he can crush a iron man or a marathon and then he can deadlift 500 pounds yeah. like there's not that's a lot elite. of people who no, do that that's elite athletes i've seen pictures of his dad though and his dad is like yoked and like yeah. shredded so he definitely has like good genetics yeah. but still he works hard um but thank you so much for coming out yeah wesley fun. yeah we should uh let people know uh we we met working at lululemon that's right yeah retail yeah <laughs> are you you're not still working there right no i am not okay um for all the lululemon people listening um there's better jobs out there <laughs> with better management it was fun though. It was a fun job. We yeah, uh, we had a good we had a good crew, man. We like, we had a really good crew. Like yeah, the the ones I got on I signed on with and then when you guys came in the next year, yeah. they were like by far the best and then ever since. I was only there for two two holidays. So I wasn't Oh, there. really? Yeah, I wasn't there. Oh, that I thought long. you were there longer. No. Yeah, because I just got I was I got hired as a seasonal like employee and then I fortunately was allowed to stay on a little bit afterwards. Um but yeah, it was it was fun like working with you guys. It, there wasn't really any boring days like showing up to work. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. Uh, so I, I have a new job now, obviously, but right. um, that's the thing I always go back to is those mornings I have to wake up at three thirty, you know, to go train at five. Yeah, because um, you got you got to be there thirty minutes early, and I live like 45, 50 minutes away. So from where you work now? Yeah. Oh my god. It's unfortunate, but those mornings I wake up, I'm like, dang, I'm dragging. You know, I got to bring the energy. Yeah. And then I think about like, wait, I'm not even punching in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not folding pants. <laughs> I'm not. And there's no knock on that profession. Like people yeah. grind. And that's what like I think about like for 30 hours a week, 
I'm making, you know, less than 15 bucks an hour. Right. And I've got a college degree and I'm sitting in Lululemon beating myself up because I'm like, I could be doing so much more with my life. Right. You know? And then I wasn't sure where baseball was going to take me. So I was like, well, I can't throw myself into a career. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, Wes played at a uh, UNF. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, didn't get drafted. It's all good. There's other paths in life. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I was confused. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? And that's a lot of athletes take that on. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure you experienced that. You've done nothing but be an athlete, have athletic friends. Yeah. You have a regiment your whole life. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, you're just as equal as your athletic ability isn't going to make you better in here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's your you work mean in e- like the real world. In the real world, right, it's your right. work ethic, who you know, and how to promote yourself, essentially. Yep. Whereas like there is no teamwork. Yeah. It's how you can make someone else money. And so okay. it was weird. I was like, this I don't like this because I'm not being coached, I'm being told. And there's a difference. There's mm. a big difference. Big difference. Yeah, that's true. So when I was there, I was like just beating myself up. And then I took another I took the opportunity to go be a key leader in San Marco, open a store. I was like, this that's is right. Yeah. Sick. I heard about that. Yeah. You know? And then the, the longer I was there, I was sitting there and I, we weren't doing any business. And I was like, I'm not bettering myself. Yeah. Not one bit. And like, yes, this is like, I'm, I got what a $3 pay grade, four more hours a week. And I was spending the whole day completely trash, like completely trashed the whole day. It was like seven hour shifts. And I was like, you know what? This is meant for someone else. It's a great job. Yep. No knock on yeah. it. Not for me. So that was when I uh, I got online and I was like, you know what, fitness. I mean, I was I'm also in grad school at University of North Florida or Florida University of Florida, and I was like, you know what, I can do I can study for personal training while still maintaining my master's degree. Right. Like trying to get my master's degree, and I know I could do that because I've you know multitasked my whole life being an athlete. Right. So yeah, and that's what we're good at. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it's just a different side of life that I'm looking Mm -hmm. at. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I took about four and a half, five months of reading inside and out anatomy books, like the whole spectrum of the human body, yeah. the things I had no idea about. Right. And it was good to have a background, but like, yeah. it was so fun to learn about because I'd come into work and I would have flashcards and I would <laughs> sit behind the cash register, just, you know, challenging myself. Like, do you know this information? Do you know this information? And, uh. It was funny because like we didn't have any business and they were like, hey, you need to go do this. Or like I, I was in charge of, hey, you need to go tell them to do this and this. And I'm just like, man, I'm so close. I'm one month away from knowing this to get out of here, you right. know? And that made my last month there even more miserable. I think that's why I st- I'm so like against it yeah. because like that last you month, on, I, like, was so, yeah. I was so antsy <laughs> to get out of there. And then finally they were like, um, well, we have to downgrade our leadership team. So we're going to boot so- someone off. And they're like, so you're basically auditioning again. And I was like, this is my time to like step up and say, hey, look, I'm not going to be here, essentially. Yeah. But you have to pass the test. Right. So For personal training. Yep. Right. So I was basically betting on myself because I was like, <laughs> I'm not coming back regardless. Even if I fail, I'm not going to be here. Yeah. You know? And then I ended up passing and somehow. So anyways, that job ended up being a saving grace as well because a guy walks in the store and we're just chatting it up. Like, you know, I could. Like this podcast, I could talk right. for hours. And this guy comes in, we're just chatting about you know fitness and all this stuff. He goes, "Yeah, well, I got a couple guys in Orange Theory that I like. I I used to be the regional sales rep for them. I was like, no way. I was like, I've always been interested in working there. And he was like, huh? 
well, do you have like your um, your NASM certification? And I was like, well, I'm taking the test like in two weeks. He was like, I got the guy for you. I was like, this is crazy. That is nuts. That's crazy because I've always wanted to work in Orange Theory. Yeah. Because like I heard the pay is good. You know, I heard it's a great like environment. Uh huh. And so he called this guy calls me that day calls me at work while I'm at work. And I was like, I need to take my 10 minute break. I go outside and the guy's like, yeah, we'd love to have you for an interview. Like, you know, what's your background? I was like a division one, you know, athlete. Yeah. And he's like, perfect. Well, you know, next Wednesday or whenever you're available. So I, I think I was like a week from that day. So I could like prepare myself right. and take the test and um, took the test and went in there. And the guy was like, we'd love to have you. I was like, oh my next gosh. day called my man, called the manager and I was like, I'm, I'm quit. <laughs> and she was like, I'm well, out. yeah, you need to put your two weeks in. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. That is awesome. That is, isn't it crazy how if you put good energy into the world and like you do the right thing, like something good will come of yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, but it's so accurate, man. It's, it was weird. It was a weird turn of events for me. And all of a sudden I wasn't waking up hating my job, yeah. hating myself for not achieving more after being an athlete. And like, it's right. just, it's a slow start, man. And like for any a- former athlete that's struggling with it, like just take your time, you know, don't, don't think that you're not, you're not getting along. Like you've done so much more than the average person has already in their life. You know what I mean? They're ahead for a reason. They've had more years to have that crappy job that you're at or have that, you know, starting position that they've now progressed from. So just take some time. Yeah. The, the transition from being like a full-time athlete to, to not is weird because for years or however long you do it, you're, sole purpose is this one thing and that's all you think about and like you can clearly see progression because it's like athletics like you can see like oh i'm getting better on a weekly monthly basis yearly basis whatever and then you you stop that and you're like man like i know how to put work in with this but now i have to translate that same work ethic to something else and it's kind of like a weird thing and that's kind of like where i am right now because i like i love fitness like i love doing different challenges like i did the triathlons for a while then got back into more competitive running and it's just like kind of all over the place with it but it's it sometimes gets challenging to be like all right now i gotta i gotta translate this into a way that i can make a living yeah it's it's different it's um it's hard to explain unless you've either gone through it or you're currently in it like you can't sit and tell an athlete how many times have you heard former people come back and say, hey, man, real world's different. Real yeah. world's different. And you're like, doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it, you know? Yeah. But then you get to the real world and you're like, oh, wow, I wish someone would have told me. Right. It's funny because you don't li- you don't, you're not in that world yet. You yeah. don't know. You know what I mean? Like you're on a schedule. Hey, be at practice at this time. And then whatever you have to do to pass school and be eligible, uh-huh. that's what you do. Yeah. You do the right thing so you can perform like you know how to eat correctly, you know how to, you know, do all like you know how to work out because you're trying to be an elite f- athlete. And it's just <laughs> you get to the real world and you're like, "Wait, so like working out's not going to make me better?" At, <laughs> you know what I mean? At crunching numbers. And they're like, "No. You have to go home and read like a book on crunching numbers." It's like, "Oh my god, yeah. Oh boy. That, this is different." That's me. Yeah. I I had that problem even in high school because from for years in high like for 
all of my high school, I was like, oh, I'm going to row in college. Because, like, that was my main sport was rowing. I was like, so... I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, a lot of people don't because I did the whole... <laughs> went to college for track. <laughs> 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 um, but I was like, all right, I'm just going to get really good at rowing. I won't have to worry about my grades because rowing will get me into college. Oh, boy. And then... <laughs> I was like, that's what's going to happen. And then uh, I got to senior year and... I realized colleges had a minimum that they required for GPA. And I was in a weird position because with rowing, there's lightweight rowing and then heavyweight rowing. And pretty much the only schools with lightweight programs are like the Ivy Leagues and then like Georgetown and like a couple others. But they're all like A-list schools and they all had a GPA requirement that was still relatively high. And I would like talk to them and they'd be like, yeah, your, your rowing's great. Like all that's good. It's just your GPA isn't there. So that's tough. This isn't going to work. And then I wasn't tall enough to go to be a full heavyweight. So it was just like a weird, I was in this weird area and I was like, I fucked myself. (laughs) I was like, now I guess maybe I should try a different sport (laughs) before you know it. I'm going to North Carolina for triathlon. Yeah. Well, it worked out for you though. That's that's good. Yeah, and that it's just weird how uh, you definitely need someone to be like, "Hey, listen, buddy, like, you should still pay attention to some other stuff." Yeah, and like we were saying, like I was saying earlier, like it's so hard to tell someone that when you're when you're not in it yet. Yeah. Until you're faced with that reality, it's like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're so focused on other things, and maybe that like maybe that was my problem for so long is like, man, if I don't if I don't keep this job right now, or if I don't throw myself into a career, like I'm going to miss out on something big later down the road. If I could give myself any advice, like, I don't know, maybe like two years ago after baseball was over, Mm -hmm. it would be, Hey, go right into grad school. You know, don't wait. Cause I waited a semester to see what I was going to do. Go right into grad school and then follow your passion. This is the only time that you get, where you don't have any limitations. Yeah. You don't have a family. Right. Like, I mean, like kids. Yeah. You don't have, you know, I, I was 23 or 22. You don't have any health insurance bills because my, my parents were still paying them. You know, you don't have a car. Like, I didn't have a car payment. I didn't have right. any of that stuff. I had zero limitations and I could have done anything I wanted. And it yeah. sucks because I was like, okay, I have to do this, this, and this because that's what I, I see. That's what I see. People are getting jobs. People are doing this. People are doing that. And, like, it was so dumb of me to, to – but, like, no one – you don't know until you know. And that's what's unfortunate is, you know, everyone kind of has to learn a different way. Yeah, and that's something my parents have been stressing to me a lot um, because they were like, listen, when we were your age, we got married really young. We didn't really do anything, like, out of our comfort zone. Like, we didn't really go experience – like, they're like, you're at an age right now where, like, you can do something. Like, you could go – like work at a dude ranch next summer or something like you could go do something like just try a different experience try something cool like and they're like you need to do that kind of stuff because in a few years i mean you're like you're saying you're not going to have that ability because you're going to be limited um and so I'm, I'm very glad that they're kind of telling me that now which is like one of the reasons why as i was just telling you that like i might want to move after this uh next semester because i think all my classes like might be able to go online because then i could just live anywhere right um and just like to experience something different nothing wrong with that man yeah 
But do you, how has uh, being a Division One athlete, like, affected you in the training world? Because, like, I've worked out at Orange Theory, and it's great, but it's not like everyone in there is a Division One athlete. No. You no. know, you got moms, kids, everything yeah. in between, which is awesome. Yeah. So, like, how have you channeled your coaching self into that? Right. Um, so, when I first started, I was like, all right, I'm an athlete. Kind of like you're saying, I'm an athlete, but these people aren't. Right. But I went in with the mind, like I went in with that mindset. But every every time I've ever gone to a lift in a group, everyone knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. I could sit here and tell you, hey, I need you to do a reverse lunge mm-hmm. and then a bicep curl. Yeah. I could just sit here and tell you that. Right. And you'd be like, okay. Got it. And you do it. Yeah. Different crew, Orange Theory, I could say, reverse lunge to bicep curl. They'd be like, what? Yeah. What is that? What is a reverse lunge? What's a what type of bicep curl? And that's what they train you on. It's like, hey, act like they don't know. Right. Because a lot of them don't. But they're there because they want to know. Mm-hmm. So once you like feel that once you feel that person, that one person is gonna get you outside because you know, you're kinda shelled up. You don't want to really like you're on a microphone, you're talking to people you don't know, mm-hmm. and you think that they know what they're doing, but they don't. So they actually are leaning on you. So, like, you go in there and, like, once you finally open up, you get to take that life experience you've had as an athlete of maybe giving them heavier weights because you've seen them for two weeks doing the same thing on one exercise, but you know that they can do more because it doesn't look uncomfortable for them. Yeah. So, like, and that's, like, the athlete part. And then when you're talking to them, it's, hey... When you're doing an ice skater, which is like when you load up on one leg, mm-hmm. you find your balance, and then you jump to the other side, find your balance. It's like, hey, it's okay to take short, choppy, like short little jumps, yeah. But like, look athletic, and then you give them an example of like, hey, get into it, yeah. Look like an Olympic skater. You yeah. know what I mean? No one's gonna make fun of you. No one's gonna point. You know what I mean? And the people right. that aren't doing it right actually look even more dumb. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm coming over there, you know, fixing their form, and then they feel like, oh, he's calling me out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but like, if you're extra, good, good for you. Right. You know what I mean? So like, and that's another thing. Like being an athlete, sometimes like doing the right form or doing it the right way, people are like, oh, you know, kiss ass. Yeah. Kiss ass. You know what I mean? It's like what? Like, there's I mean? a when, reason. There's a form. Yeah. Know? Exactly. There's a. There's literally a handbook on like you know athletic injuries because of improper form right so and that's another thing it's like hey during baseball like the majority of workouts are limited of how many things you can do upper like over your head because you're trying to protect your shoulder because you have so much mm. work throwing with the baseball whereas orange City, these people aren't going out and throwing a baseball every day right they're not throwing a football but they want to be able to play catch with their kids. They want to be able to do these things. So they come in there and they do these overhead exercises to get stronger, to get more stability and balance. But that's something that as a Division One athlete, I can speak about. Yeah. I have that over whoever just comes in off the street that might be a really good coach. But they don't know because they've never played baseball. They've never played football. Right. They've never rode. They've never swam. They haven't done any of that yeah. competitively. So like I can say, hey, if you feel it in these muscles, you're doing it wrong. Because you're about to injure yourself. Yeah. Hey, if you go below parallel, you might think that getting a longer range of motion is creating more, like generating more muscles to like activate and pull towards like that center point. It's not. You're yeah. actually decreasing in your like the muscles that are, you're trying to work and increasing the stress 
on those little ligaments. Right. And you're going to injure yourself. And they're like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? And it's just funny because it's like everyone knows that as an athlete, but like these people don't. So it's like, it's like holding that little kid's hand across the street. You and I know you got to look both ways. You're going to get smacked by a car. Yeah. But they don't know that. Right. You know what I mean? But it seems so simple. <laughs> hey, don't walk in the road where there's cars. They don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely helped me out. Um, like those real life experiences, like actual injuries and then people rehabbing injuries. You've seen people rehab injuries, how slow they take it, how they need to take it. Like some people baby their injuries and it's like, Hey, you can actually push it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, or like people that are overdoing it that have injuries. It's like, yo, back off. You're going to really injure yourself. Right. So you have to, <clears throat> you have to be a coach, but you also have to be an educator. Oh, 100%. It's more of a, more education than, than anything. Right. If so, you want to be good at it. Yeah. So you're, you're learning interesting life skills because while it isn't like personal training, like you said, everyone in there is different. So you're kind of having to give different advice to everyone. So you're having to learn how to communicate with them differently and everyone responds differently to certain things 100%. like some people get really hyped up if you like yell at them like get off your ass like yeah. and i'm sure you can't do that in orange no. theory but some people <laughs> some people get amped up about that like i'm not one of those people i don't really get amped up from that like if i'm running a cross-country race you couldn't say a word to me and i'd be fine like i it doesn't bother me um but some people need that and so it's interesting having to figure that out and you probably have to do so quickly and read the room so you know how to properly motivate someone too. oh absolutely absolutely um and it takes time because you're not seeing the same people every day there's a lot of people that only come in twice a week there's i was yeah i was gonna that, ask about that how what's like the uh client like how quickly yeah so so there's a obviously a membership base but you have i don't know three to five coaches a studio so okay. your your times are never the same. You're always coaching at different times because oh, you really? want you want members to get new faces, hear new verbiage, hear stuff like that. Oh, interesting. So you yeah. you're not on a set schedule. You are month to month, but like if I if you're my personal trainer uh-huh. and I'm like I only want to go to Wilson's class, but you only coach Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday and Wednesday at 5 a.m. when I can go, but the other four days you're coaching. Or in the evenings, I can't go to that because I have right. kids that I have to pick up. So like, I can't base my time off of when you're coaching. Oh, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, my schedule is not that flexible. Interesting. So like, you're getting FaceTime with literally hundreds of people. Huh. You're coaching hundreds of people. Yeah. And I, I kid you not, hundreds of people. How many people are in a class? Up to thirty. Up to thirty? Oh, oh I yeah. didn't know it was that many. Up to thirty. I thought it was like fifteen. No, sir. Oh up to 30 God. so you're trying to like face resignate Whew. you're trying to remember names you're trying to remember their speeds they're running at at certain paces their watts on their rowers how much weight they're lifting oh. their form oh bro it's crazy and like it takes a really long time it took me like a month and a half to like become get to a point where i could even become a coach i yeah. was trying to get the basics down like Hey, like I was trying to read the templates, right? You know what I mean? That way, like no one gets injured from the workout or like if only if really, really bad form is like out, then I'll go fix it. But other than that, it's like, and you got to worry about the music you're playing. You got to like play a good playlist. You pick the playlist. You curate the playlist. So it's, it's so fun though. Like when you get all of the bases down and you're just spewing out that, 
that template that they really yeah. that that's their workout then you become the coach mm. then it's like okay and then your voice changes and then you're confident because you know what right. you're talking about the basics are easy once you get them it's like anything yeah and then it's like okay it's coach time yeah because then like after a month you see more and more members like then they start picking their times with you and then you start seeing the same members and then they tell people and then your classes get more full and and and, full. and that it's, just looks better for you honestly. yeah it's yeah. yeah and they're like wow i didn't know that and it's like great like well i haven't been saying that because i've been so concerned on like running the class right you know or it's like wow like really great class like you know like the, all that information or like you know you told me this the other week and i've went up like five pounds in my deadlift because i wasn't keeping my back straight or i even i had to drop weight because i wasn't doing it right right and now i'm getting more sore doing less weight because i'm doing it correctly so it's like those little things. It's like, yeah, because like I finally get to coach you guys. Yeah. And like you do – the cool thing about Orange Theory is – and this is obviously not a sponsored <laughs> podcast by Orange Theory. But <laughs> the cool thing is is the templates are always different. They're never, ever, ever the same. Not one, never. Yeah, You'll never see question. the same. You'll never see the same workout ever. That's crazy. Do you have any input into that or is that no, from like it's from corporate, but they have, they have like – I want to say it's like we give feedback on the templates, but they have like a group of people that sit down that are either former trainers, former professional athletes that know the system, that write these workouts. Then they test them all. Mm. And if they're not challenging, they throw it out. Right. You know what I mean? And do you do all the workouts? Are you required to do them? So you get a free membership as a coach. Right. Um, but it's hard because, like I said, I had to get up at 3.20 this morning. And then I coached, yeah, I coached till nine and then, um, five I do to my, nine, I do my, yeah. But like you get a 15 minute break, you coach yeah, yeah, five yeah. to six, six fifteen to seven fifteen, and then seven 30 to eight 30. Okay. And then you clean, you're clean yeah. and all that other kind of stuff. So you get off at like nine, but you're getting paid per class, okay. but that doesn't count the like wiping everything down, right? you know, mopping and, but, uh, yeah. So like the templates are never the same. And then doing the workouts, I, but you have to do your own workout. So like, I like to, I like to lift. I like to build muscle. Yeah. You're a big guy. Yeah. I like to lift. <laughs> yeah, I like to lift. But then again, like I like being athletic. I like being functional. Right. So I do two to three classes a week, which okay. is you've done so cardio, it's cardio heavy. Yeah. And I've that's done what a, it like. I've done a couple of classes. Yeah. Right. So the good thing is, is that I get to read the template. No one else does before the class. So they kind of show up not knowing. Uh-huh. and uh whereas like i get to see what it is and i'm like you know what that's not going to benefit me in like the cardio today it's more like strength training or powerful like sprinting which i really like but you know powerful lifting on the floor i'm already going to do that today you mm-hmm. know what i mean so like an endurance day that i wouldn't do outside of you know orange theory i'm yeah. going to go in there and get done which is lighter weight <laughs> more reps a lot more time spinning at a higher speed or like a lower speed longer intervals and right. stuff like that so it's I do it like two two to three times a week, religiously, two to three times a week, and yeah. I have never been in this kind of shape. In my really? Life. Never. Like, not even no. being an athlete. Because you, you did you ever do CrossFit a little bit too? Or not really? I'm good. I don't want to say I'm good at it, but like, I have a, I have a good body type I was about to say, for CrossFit. You every are, every workout good. I've done, we did it together. We won. Also. We smashed it. We murdered yeah, yeah. everyone. I felt kind of bad because like we Dude, were like, it was doing embarrassing. It, so, yeah. For those of you know, <laughs> for part of the interview process for Lululemon, <laughs> they brought in people who are already working there. So Wes, and then they had the new recruits 
come in and we partnered up and did a partner workout at this local CrossFit gym. <laughs> and it was a great, it was, it wasn't anything like there was no like thrusters and overhead no. squats or anything. it was body, a, good, a lot of body weight, yeah. med ball stuff. Just, it was a good workout. It was a classic, just like Metcon. It yeah. was great. And we mopped the floor yeah we had that. poker chips yep and each round you had to like you we had, had our stack to about knee high the amount of rounds <laughs> we were getting nuts. through everybody else had like four or five chips now and i was like oh my god after that after that workout i left and i called my mom I was like i think i got the job yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um but you no know, yeah you do have the like crossfit body type where it's like bodybuilder but also like functional fitness. right so I, I i've done it i enjoy it it's just it's always gone, gone against cu- kind of what I really enjoy doing, and that's, mm-hmm. like, getting heavier weight. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, still being functional and, like, doing more reps and, you know, taking my time. Like, I like to take my – I'm, like, an hour to an hour 15, 20 in the gym. Yeah. Max. Whereas a CrossFit workout's like, 30, 45 minutes. Right, yeah. right. I like to I like <laughs> to really, like, exhaust – you know, drop sets, stuff like that. Exhaust, yeah. like, the – tiny muscle fibers and stuff like that i like the i like the science behind it yeah you know whereas crossfit it's like get it done everyone's so against like the form and stuff like that and all the injuries that happen and i get it but it's just i've never like got really into it yet yeah it's a i i go through so many different phases my parents call them like what my current goals are so for like a while it'll be like running and i'll get like really fast like i'll be running like 70 miles a week and just moving and then but impressive and then i'll be like the problem is then i overdo it (laughs) and this happens to me on a yearly basis i overdo with some type of exercise i'm doing then i'm like this fucking sucks (laughs) i'm like i have to do something different so like right now i'm like i'm not running as much um so i'm like trying to get back into lifting more and just doing like throwing in like metcons and stuff like that that i can do here at the house um but yeah, it's just kind of funny when you you try to ma- like. Sometimes it's nice to make it up on my own, but sometimes I'm like, gosh, this is so. Like, I wish someone just told me like, do this, don't do this. And that's yeah. And <laughs> see, that's what I liked about where I'm at now is that it's a curated template. Mm-hmm. And whereas, like, if you are a personal trainer, it's on you and what you know. Yeah, are you able to? Do you have a contract to where you can? So I can't. Train? No, no, no. I can if I wanted to. Okay. I just can't like I can't whip out my phone and be like, okay, um, this is what we did earlier today. I'm gonna take I'm gonna steal that and do this. It'll work thing. for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like that's so wrong. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I didn't do anything to curate that. Like right. that's messed up if I take it from them. And it's not also- the, that's their product. That's yeah. literally his branded product. Like I can't take that out right. and say, Hey, you know, I'm starting a gym with a rower treadmill and uh floor program (laughs) you know what i mean and i have like you know a year's worth of templates in my phone like i could make my own stuff off of that yeah Yeah. be messed up so yeah people do which is like kind of it's just i mean that's business right but like there is um something we sign that say like i will you know i will not compete try to steal members and use your format to benefit myself but i mean if you have any kind of decency or dignity you wouldn't do that anyways yeah. so do you yeah, is no that problem. something you think you'll get into though the personal training like dude my dream plans? so my dream since i was a kid i have i've had two business dreams my whole life okay three i've had three business dreams <laughs> one was a professional baseball player it didn't work out <laughs> all good but i made it to the highest level which is yeah. the division 1 athlete all good i can rest my hat yeah gave it my all yeah all right the two other ones. I wanted to wear a suit to work every day. I thought it was so cool. I wanted to be like James Bond. 
Yeah. All right. Who does? Yeah. Who doesn't? Right. Right. Not even know what I do said, for a living. <laughs> I just want to wear a suit. A year ago, I told my mom that. I literally was like, "Mom, I want a job where I wear a badass suit." Yeah, just a suit. Like, I don't even care if I own a like own a gym. I just walk in there with a suit. You know what I mean? Like, or like a sanitation engineer, a yeah. garbage man. Yeah. I just want to wear a suit in there. I want to be like Harvey in suits. Right, exactly. So Alpha I just, male, yeah, badass. Yeah. yeah, and people are like, oh, man, he's got an important job. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, <laughs> once that, like, I figured out, like, hey, you have to sit behind a computer all day right. to wear a suit. And it's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then um, the other one that's become more clear and more, I think, more achievable is owning a gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was more of like. as you grow up you tailor like your life to things that you like and it's always been fitness for me it's always been like you said it's always been fitness for you Mm -hmm. and like overdoing it and i somehow found a happy medium to where like i can do and that's what's so great that's what i was saying earlier about the job before like i literally cut myself off about the job is like you get so much information yes i can't use it for other people but i can use it for me yeah you know what i mean because i know it right and now i'm taking exercises that i totally forgot about implementing it into my workout like drop sets i do them all the time but i'm like did i do should i do eight and eight and like eight heavy reps and then eight light reps it's like no how about you bump it up for four reps and then you do 12 really light and then Mm. you go to exhaustion on something different so what's the benefit of doing that so the drop set yeah so i i'm hopefully a scientist is listening to this but what i remember is when i studied it was you're basically telling your muscles, you're opening up. So, like, when you do really heavy weights, you're putting uh-huh. so much stress on your joints. So, you're, like, basically getting as many reps, so four or five challenging reps. Then you're dropping that, and you're grabbing lightweight and doing 12. So, your muscles are so expanded, and, like, the <clears throat> muscle fibers are, like, shredded. Yeah. And now you're, like, basically tricking your muscles into thinking you're still, like, going with that heavy weight mm. because the stress... And, like, the energy is still built up in your muscles. Right. And you're just going lighter. So you're training your muscles to do heavier weight at a longer load, like, a load-bearing load time. That makes Okay. I got you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I had to explain that to someone this morning because they were like, why are we doing this? And it's like, well, actually, this is so good for toning your muscle. And they're like, oh, wow. I've been trying to, like, lose this arm fat. Yeah. And it's like, if you work out or do anything outside of here, if you take anything from Orange Theory ever, drop sets. Drop sets will make you tone. And they're hmm. like, okay, like, what do you mean? I don't feel challenged yet. It's like, great. Well, then, here, I'm going to give you some weights, and you do it. Dude, they were gassed. <laughs> and they were like, okay, I won't be able to move my arms. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just funny because it's – once you start training people in something you love, you learn to love it even more because you're like, I'm helping someone get better at it. And not only are they getting better, I'm getting better. Yeah. Because now I can best. explain it to myself even better. Right, because you're explaining it in different ways out loud than in your head. Yeah, I uh, I've had two coaching jobs. I I once really yeah. So I coached rowing. You're, dude, you're an enigma, man. <laughs> you should read the resume. <laughs> yeah, right. Holy cow. Um, I coached rowing, which was super fun, and then I coached cross country as well. The cross country one was hard because I had to actually run with them. Oh, so yeah. I had to, I had to be in really good shape. Yeah, bro. Um, they, people ask, they're like, do you do the workouts every day with him? I was like, uh, no. <laughs> Would not be able to talk. Yeah, what? Um, be Iron Man. But it is like, it is the best feeling to have like knowledge about something like you just said that you love and then be able to give it to someone else yeah it's it's fun dude because yeah. you get to i come home and i talk to my brother my brother's a professional baseball player yep 
great. He's not into lifting a lot. He's just God-given talent. So, like, I come home and I'm like, yo, you won't believe this person that, like, didn't do this drop set. And then, like, I told him and he's like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. But, like, talking to people about you giving that passionate information and showing someone that you care about their fitness. Mm -hmm. And it's not about you just collecting a paycheck. Then they're bought into you. You're bought into them. And it's a different day every time you come to work. It's not... I have to train people today. You know, what stupid template are we doing? Oh, we have that. We have to do this. You know, it's an endurance day. Like, can't really train on strength. But then it gives you the opportunity to learn. Right. To, like, learn how to coach endurance lifting. Yeah. It's so different. It's so cool. And I've taught, I've been teaching aspects of lifting that I never thought that I would even touch. And back to the other question you asked me about owning, like, goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to own a gym. Yeah. That is my overall goal. I'm getting my master's in sport management athlete development and uh like sport marketing okay so that's my master's degree at florida and i want to go into i want to get a job and then slowly build so in sports world i want to get a job and then slowly build so i'll have that as a stable and then slowly build either like one start getting equipment and then acquiring like people or like trainers Mm -hmm. and then see like what their goals are and then like invest like investors like through work because I'm in the sports world uh-huh. and then kind of like take it from there. So would this be a, uh, what type of, cause there's many different types of gyms and we can get into that too. But what type of, like when you envision it, when you close your eyes, like how do you picture it? Do you picture it in like a CrossFit box scenario? Do you per- picture like a Bailey scenario? Like how is it? I don't, I don't like membership by yourself gyms. I've, like box gyms. Oh, I, I've never liked them. Mm-hmm. No accountability. Right. People join. It's January 1st. I'm getting fit this year. He's like Globo gyms, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. fit this year. I'm doing it. Do you think that front desk person gives a fuck what you're doing outside of <laughs> fitness? Right. They see you come in. They're like, oh, cool. They're back. Dude, I haven't been here in a month. You haven't even noticed that I've gotten fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're like... Oh, yeah, I guess your picture does look a little different. You know what I mean? There's no personal touch. Right. There's no nothing. So you go to the gym and you're like, mm, I don't feel like it. So you do two or three things and you take your ass to the house. Like, yeah, it's... Go sit in the sauna for It sucks. And, yeah, it yeah. sucks. You're not getting... No one's correcting your form. No one's... You don't know. You just show up. You're like, oh, wait, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, how do I work out? They're doing leg press and chest fly. It's like, bro... <laughs> What are you doing? Like, what are you working? What's your goal here? You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I'm trying to get skinny. It's like, oh, so you're doing leg press and chest fly and you're trying to get skinny. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't know what you're doing and that's not your fault. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's the perception of, oh, I have to go to a box gym, get some weights done, run on the treadmill, mm-hmm. press up some heavy weights. Like, no, that's, di- it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I want something where they can come in mindlessly. And be coached by someone mm-hmm. and them have that experience of like, you know what? Even though I showed up today, I'm going to, they're going to wreck me and I'm going to leave feeling better than I showed up today. Yeah. Even though I don't want to, my 50% here is a hundred percent better of what I would have done today outside of here. Yeah. Def- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. showing up's half the battle. Cause you're going to work. Cause that coach is going to tell you like, yo, pick it up, mm-hmm. pick it up. And even though you might not want to be like, Hey, I'm really sore today. Great. Take up your incline and work work hard, like work your posterior chain more. You mm. know what I mean? Instead of like your quads or like you know really breathing like heavy, like really work on that load bearing on your legs. It's just 
It's there. Like, I want the all-inclusive, all-purpose gym. Probably not allowed to say this, but F45 does it. Dude, there there are competitors, but like that's such a badass workout. I know, I dude, I've been wanting to join it. It's so expensive. That's such a badass workout. But they're phenomenal, right? That's I why. Mean, and like we started, Orange Theory started a lift a lift class. And, oh really? Yeah. So lift only, no rower, no tread, which is like our bread and butter. Basically, is like every all three components. Yeah. So it's like a lift class for people that want to, because weight weights is good. For, they are good for your body composition. Yeah. It's good to tone your muscles. Right. It's good to you know tread fat. More muscle you have, easier it is to burn. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But like people come in, they're like, I want to lose weight, and it's like, okay, Betty, that's sixty. Come in here. Mm-hmm. We'll get you. We'll get you. You know, we'll get you fit. Show up three to four times a week. Do what you're supposed to do outside of fitness. And you know what? Because you show up three times a week, and it's usually during the time I coach, I'm going to wonder where you are when you miss that one day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you. Coach is going to say, get up. <laughs> get your ass in the studio. That's what we do. And like that small family, it's crazy. I have been there for, I want to say, like six or seven months. And I've seen all these people and I'm like, oh, wow, like, you know, these people are pretty fit and there's some people that aren't fit and that's okay. Like, don't let that scare you away. Like, you being scared of being judged is the reason you're probably not in the shape you want to be in. Right. Like, everyone shows up with basically like, let it it hang all out is my thing. Mm -hmm. Let it hang out. Show up. I don't care what you're wearing. You wear jeans for all I give a shit. You know what I mean? As long as you're there, show up and we will give a shit about you. Give us your interests. We'll give you ours. Yeah. So like... That's the thing. And I see like these tra- these people follow me on Instagram, like people I'm training. And their transformation stories are like tear jerkers, bro. Like, cause I see them and they're fit. You know what I mean? Or they're maybe they're not what they want to be, mm-hmm. but where they were, it's like, oh my God. I didn't yeah. even <laughs> I didn't even recognize you when I thought that was your sister. <laughs> or like, you know, your bro- like sister-in-law or someone that you didn't know, like a yeah. friend. And, like, they've lost, like, hundreds of pounds. Like, it's the reason that they've, like, you know, either got a promotion at their job or, like, quit their job and went into something else because they're more confident Mm -hmm. or got married, got a husband, met someone there that was trying, like, in a fitness journey. Now they're they're best friends with people. Dude, it is so heartwarming. Every time I leave there, I'm like, man, I'm a better human for you. Just even shut. If you sat outside of Orange Theory, you'd be a better human or out of a fitness studio that actually gives a shit about their members. So, like, if I wanted to, I would want it to be just like that. And it sucks that I can't even come close to creating a product like they have because it takes so long, so many years. But if I can just get a crumb of what they have and implement that my my own place, it'll be as successful as I want it to be. Yeah, I think think it's definitely something that's possible. And I think you're kind of touching on it. The, The core of it is having good trainers. I oh, think that's 100 percent i think it, it i mean it doesn't matter if your place is in a, a storage unit or you got some three-year-old equipment if you have good trainers that gets people excited about coming to work out then the work's done you know it, yeah i mean that's 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 the battle dude that's yeah. it you got to get people in there and that comes with like the vetting process of like you know your ownership group and like when you show up you you see who cares and there's some people that have been there that they're just burnt out dude like they're just like you know what i've been here so long but i haven't seen that yet which is like i've seen it in a i've seen it in a couple people excuse me i've seen it a few people but they're like young and they that's not their career Mm -hmm. you know they don't that's not what they want to do and that's fine it's not for everyone but the majority Mm -hmm. of coaches i have been coached by and i was telling my girlfriend sarah this 
I was like, I have yet to take a coach that I've been like, man, that sucked. I have yet to do it. That's Which good. is crazy because yeah. like everyone who comes in is like thinking the same thing. They're like, and I'm a coach. I know what to look for. Right. You know, I know what they need to be like saying. I know yeah. what they need to be doing. And they don't suck. None of them suck. Like you might have sometimes you're like, I hate this playlist. But you don't hear it because you're <laughs> like, you're on go mode. Right. You know, and it's like, I don't want to do this. But that just that little voice over the microphone, it's like, you got this. They're not even talking to you. Yeah. They're talking to the other person that set their weights down. You're like, you know what? I got this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your back's turned. You're like, I do got this. And it's, it's just you're so right, funny. Cheryl. I'm gonna yeah, get you're it. right. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. And it's just like, it's awesome, dude. It's hard to explain unless you're like in the, in the mud. But, yeah. you know, if you enjoy fitness, you should definitely, you know, you try it out. And they say personal training at those box gyms, it sucks because, you know, you got clients that come in. They pay you for your session. They have so many limitations. Nothing wrong with having limitations and, you know, restrictions and stuff mm-hmm. like that because you can work around that. But, like, they've got restrictions, limitations, and stuff like that. But they don't want to be – they're not in a group atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So they're not they're not competing against anyone. Everyone's competitive. I don't care who, what you say. Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to be the best at something. Right. You know what I mean? Whether it be being on the computer for the longest time, yeah. sitting down for the long – everyone's competitive at heart. Dude, so I, if you see someone outworking you that you're like, oh, dude, I'm more athletic than them. Yeah. And they're outworking you, you pick it up a little bit. Yeah, I used to work out at this place called MaxFit, and it wasn't CrossFit, but it was similar type workouts. They they, they always said, they're like, we're not CrossFit, though. We do things different than CrossFit. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I... Uh, were you doing thrusters and wall wall balls? Sometimes. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is CrossFit. This is CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, dude, I loved it. It was so fun. I was so freaking competitive. We would sometimes it would be like a 400-meter run to, like, start. And I was like, I have to win. I have to finish first, yep. <laughs> and then they, some of the people I hated because of it. They are like. Because they pushed themselves. Yeah. yeah. But I agree. That group fitness is so valuable. And, like, I, I work out, like, alone. I have I've built up, like, a home gym like i got the rower the barbell squat all that fun stuff and uh some days just like oh my god like i wish i just had like a buddy here right now just to like feed off each other just to get going um and oh and that that leads me to one of my another one of my questions that how do you think like social media has changed like the fitness industry because there's so many people i mean i go on instagram and on the explore page there are so many people who are like do this workout, do this workout, like blah, blah, blah. And they're like fitness influencers now. Yeah. Um, I, obviously I think the good outweighs the bad because like the more you see it, the more you personally think like, Oh, maybe I should do that. Yeah. Or maybe it's good to have these ideas. Um, have you ever thought about going down that route? Yes. And no. Um, I don't think it's beneficial for me because one, I'm not face to face with you. I don't know. You could use it and be like, this sucks. Yeah. It's like, well, you didn't do it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, of course it sucked. Yeah. Right? So like, I'm not, I don't want to give advice and someone take it the wrong way or do an exercise and injure themselves and then be like, well, how, how is he so big? He's got to be cheating or like, you know, how is he so muscular? It's like, dude, I gave you one workout <laughs> and that's what you think I do all the time because yeah. people don't know how to work out. Right. That's the crappy part about that's the, there's the good side is like, 
oh, people see that you can be built like this naturally. Yeah. You can eat healthy and do the right things. It's not that hard, you know? And then the other side is, like, sometimes it's unobta- unobtainable. It's, like, just the – it's that thought. It's, like, you scrolling through Instagram. It's, like, man, they got it so easy. They're probably taking stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they have just – they have 100,000 followers because they're good-looking. It's, like, dude, these people, pour, like, pour so much effort in the way they – in the way they build up their bodies, they're not just... But they show you the curls they're doing. They show you the tricep extensions. So people mm-hmm. go in the gym and do that. Yeah. But they don't see the hundreds of ugly exercises that they they have to do to maintain yeah. the body stuff. Like the the push-ups and the, you know, the cardio paired with the, the burnout sets that no right. one gives a shit about. Like, and like the difference between a low row and a high row. You're working... Yeah, yeah you're working your back. But that's two completely separate muscle groups right you know and people don't know that so they're just like "Mm, i don't care it's too hard you know what i mean (laughs) i'm not i'm never gonna look like that so why would i try it's like they don't want you to look like them they just want you to better yourself so like there's different perspectives so i think it's great and then i think it's like i also think like a lot of people fake it you know they fake their they get you know injections they get you know yeah so it's what it's whatever. I think that's a good neutral outlook on it, though. Yeah, no, it's great. Like I think it's great, but then again, I'm like, mm, that's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. Well, no it's one's so doing funny because you'll look at some of these workouts, and they're so fucking complicated. Yeah. I'm like, I literally would need him to sit down and explain this to me <laughs> because it is some of the weirdest shit I've ever seen. And like, I'm sure it's great. Like, I'm sure it's hard. And if I like actually sat down for thirty minutes and tried to analyze yeah, this fucking it thing for a couple of days, like, yeah, I'd be able to do it. But I was just like, you know what? I think I'll just do a five by five workout. Yeah, exactly, because that's what you know. But yeah. that's what they know because they pulled from so many different things. It's like, ooh, like the average person that I'm trying to get to work out will understand that. It. It's like, no, they won't. I know, you know. And it's and almost like, are they posting this because it's so complicated that it looks impressive? So it's like, does that get one hundred percent? So that's my one hundred percent. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that take. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, and that's another thing. It's like, are they actually doing all these reps? <laughs> yeah. Are they actually doing ten shoulder press with one hundred and thirty-five pounds, and then take you know taking it off, and then doing like Arnold press with rotation? Right. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not because no one can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't have shoulders. Yeah. You'd be toast. Like you're not doing that. So like when someone tries that, they're like, that's too hard for me. Like I can't work out because I'm just physically unable. And it's like, no, you're just not doing the right thing. Yeah. And I feel like if they were more informational and the person said, oh, wait, I actually took 30 seconds or like a minute of rest in between doing that because mm-hmm. I had so much weight on the bar back there they don't know that there's no 30 seconds of rest in there or they didn't see you in your video walk off and talk to somebody for 10 minutes yeah and then come back and do shoulder press they don't (laughs) see that you know what i mean they see you bouncing from exercise to exercise thinking you're the freaking hulk and they're like (laughs) holy you know holy cow like no not accurate so like i said there's the pros and the cons and everything and that and that Instagram in general and social media in general has all of those issues as well. Not even just like with the fitness influencers. It's just like, I have no clue what's really going on. Yeah, no. And you can't. And that's, that's, we were right. I feel like people our age are right on the edge of like, we still know it's 
all of its kind of phony BS. I was telling my mom yesterday, I was like, I'm glad I'm not in high school now. I exactly. Like, I can't imagine. That's that's the screwed oh. up part. Is like they think that all that stuff's real. Oh my god. The the prop because my sister she's a senior in high school, and like they'll she'll tell stories of like some of her friends and they're just like it's just like wow i cannot imagine being that age right now yeah i mean like and i'm i'm only 21 but like i'm still like kind of on the other side of it and i'm just like yeah that's what i'm saying you're just like you're right on the edge of this i mean i am especially i'm 25 right yeah you definitely yeah yeah so like i'm i was there when it bro it's so weird to say like i was here for (laughs) facebook when it was made yeah and instagram and twitter Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, so were you, but like you right. were, you were probably too young. Your parents didn't even let you have that stuff. I think I was I got... in eighth grade when I made a Facebook, dude. Oh my! That god. was when it came out. You know what I mean? So I yeah. know that people are like sitting at home typing. They're not going to Paris three times a year, right? You know, they're not doing that shit. But like, you don't know. You don't know. People could go there one time, yeah. Take a bunch of pictures in a different day. And post them throughout the, and you're like, oh, wow, they're there again? Yeah. Like, geez, where are they getting all this money? You know? And it's like, well, they're not. You know what I mean? They're they're at home. Well, so, like, through my like, photography and stuff, when I post on Instagram, like, I try to be as genuine as possible and be like, yeah, two years ago when I took this picture. Right, right. <laughs> like, and I see that, and I, you don't understand that. I appreciate that more than anyone because I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, wow, he did this two years ago? That's awesome. Yeah. I think it adds a little bit of that, like, wow, he's been doing this for a while. He's pretty good at it. You know? Thank you. And uh, also, just because, like, like sometimes I'll, I'll go through. I have, like, 12,000 pictures on my computer. I'll go through and be like, oh, shit, I never posted. <laughs> yeah. This is dope. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to post this or I'll do a re-edit of something. And I'm like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm just, like, phoning it in. Like, I, there's right, a reason. Right, but you have a photography page. Yeah. It's not not wilson's yeah <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's not wilson's instagram right you know what it's i mean what's going on now <laughs> yeah back in bali it's like dude i literally saw you this morning at starbucks you know what i mean <laughs> i literally saw you running down the road today uh, <laughs> and last time i checked dude, we're not in bali you dude, know people tell me they're, they're like oh i saw you running in Ponte Vedra. i'm like yep that i was, was out me. there <laughs> yeah, that was me oh right. my gosh I, it's the same route I do every time I run, though. Really? You've been yeah. killing it lately, dude. Thanks. So, so Sarah's like, dude, he's like so good at running. I'm like, yeah, well, when I you do, run though. 70 miles a week, I hope you're good. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're freaking good at it. You know? Yeah, people, and also people don't know that like I've been doing like endurance sports since seventh grade. Yeah. Like I never really did like strength stuff, so like my aerobic engine is just ridiculous. Like it's kind of a, this is going to sound super dumb and some people are like, Oh, what an asshole. But like, <laughs> it's the truth. I have to work so hard to get my heart rate to a certain point to like get a good workout in yeah. that. It's sometimes like annoying. Yeah. Like this morning I biked yeah. 20 miles and I only burned like 500 calories. That's crazy. Like, it's just like, what? <sighs> That's crazy. But yeah. like, but you're in a, that's an endurance athlete. Like that's yeah. Same same with swimmers, dude. Like oh my they God, have yeah. to work two times harder. Right. You know, same with runners. They have to they have to lift two times harder because their heart rate. They're like nah, whatever. No, your heart's like mm, you're not you're not completely <laughs> exhausting. You know every piece of oxygen in yeah. your lungs. You're not working hard. Yeah. So I'm now that I'm trying to do more lifting too. I'm hoping that it'd be a more balanced. Athlete. yeah and that's that's i took so 
I used to think, you know, the more you lift, the bigger you get, the more weight you add on, the stronger you are. And that's mm-hmm. so inaccurate. Like, that's such a, like, that's such a primate way to think. Mm. You know, it's like, mm, lift heavy weight, get bigger. <laughs> you know, that's kind of like the mentality I had. But I didn't know. So it's like, it's fine. Like, you can have that as a as a kid, essentially, with, like, with the metabolism of, like, a sumo wrestler. Right. You know, you can eat whatever you want. You can eat yeah. as much as you want because you're going to burn it off in, what, six hours, you yeah. know? So, like, the older you get or the older <laughs> I got is, like, Okay, you need to do some cardio. That way you're still like, you know, breaking down this, you know, you're still breaking down these muscles. Whereas like you wouldn't have done that in strength training. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I, I did calf raises, but I'm not using my calves for explosion. And I'm not using like, you know, my, the full flexion in my foot during a squat. You know, my heels, my feet, my toes aren't coming off the ground. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? My heels aren't coming off the ground. Like in running, they are, yeah. and like I'm putting different pressure in different spots, and like it's bro, lifting is so scientific, it hurts my brain sometimes. But like, if you really like look into it, it's so cool. It's almost scary. It's like I didn't know that. Well, it's crazy when you think about like I can change my body. You can, you know, you can. Like that's a weird thought. Such a weird thought. Like we're this organism that we can adapt and make better and make more efficient, and it's like. Holy shit, if you know that you can make yourself better, why aren't you? Why aren't you? <laughs> yeah. It's because it's so socially acceptable to go get a, a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel from, you know, Dunkin' with three donuts. Dude, that, that drives me crazy, all that shit. And, you know, you can drink, you know, Coke and eat McDonald's for lunch and then come home and have a pizza. And you know what? Tomorrow you're going to wake up because we have modern medicine that when you get heart, when your tummy hurts, yeah. you can take it, it'll go away and you can do the same shit every single day until you're 60 and then you'll have actual problems. Right. You know what I mean? But until, until then you're all good. And that's the crappy part is they make it just unhealthy, just healthy enough to where they're like, oh, there's lettuce on this burger. I ate my <laughs> greens for the day. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, bro. No. Yeah. No, you need like a full bowl of spinach, dude. <laughs> every day you know what i mean and it's just funny like it's and that's what makes if everyone's the same we would be so boring yeah so like that's what makes it cool and like your level of fitness is so different from my fitness right you could you could you would go into an orange studio workout and probably smoke me on the tread but i might i'm probably gonna get you in the weight floor yeah and then on the rower you wrote it you wrote you'd in probably college, get me though i don't know you'd you rode in college though like or high school, yeah. Or high school, yeah, yeah. I, I have some. I've never rode before Orange Theory. Yeah, I I've gotten really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm but sure. You're, but you're natural. You're talented at it. So well, I'm a, gonna give you a run for your technique money. Thing. Right, exactly. Rowing is so much. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And like that's the that's the funny part is like you're. But you know what? I'm gonna be able to compete with you in that studio. Yeah. And then I you can take me to any gym. <laughs> I will out with you. <laughs> yeah. If we put these the road shoes on and we go for a run, <laughs> fucking see you, dude. <laughs> I'm way far behind you. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do it. Yeah. Even on a bike, I can go as hard as I can, and obviously I'm competitive. I'm going to go until they put me on a stretcher. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not giving up, but you are going to smoke me, do laps around me, all that stuff, bro. It's just, that's what's so cool about fitness, is you can be fit in so many different ways. Yeah, it, it is pretty nuts. My favorite people to look at, like, that sounded weird. Um, my <laughs> fitness people are the ones who, like, who do it all like who are just like they're not 
they're kind of like jack of all trades like yeah. there's this guy eric henman i don't know if you've seen him on instagram he mm-hmm. he lives in denver but i'm pretty sure he has a place in moab like he's kind of just living a life yeah. and he does like iron man's but he does he looks like you like pretty much like a carbon copy of you and he just does these like badass workouts but then also like mountain bikes every day and then like it's just like it's like that's like the goal it's yeah. like to be able to do fun stuff but still have a very high level of fitness yeah and you can because yeah. like it's not just like we were talking it's not just lifting weights right it's not just squatting 400 pounds to look like the hulk it's yeah. not it's not any of that dude you can get the same workout doing different things right like it's and it's funny because like i took up surfing you know yeah like, what was that that was almost that's way over a year ago yeah by the way you should come out and and surf with us okay you would be shocked at how good we are really yes that's awesome. shocked Shot. It's been kind of flat, right? Oh yeah, we yeah. We haven't been since last. What was it last week? Two weeks ago, really. Oh, good. Okay. Two weeks ago was really good. Um, or yeah, was it two weeks ago? Two and a half weeks ago, something like that. But anyways, um, that's a different level of fitness. Oh my god, you dude, I I like so go out there. Hard. The amount of times, and I'm not like huge, huge, but like I'm fit. The You're amount of times guy. I walk out there or like swim out there, and people are like. Like, no way this guy's mobile I know, I enough. Know, I know you and I do. He's that. not mobile enough to surf. There's no way. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. the people that are good at surfing are, like, so skinny. And, yeah. like, but that they're fit. Yeah. They're fit people. They're not, like, jacked, though. No, they're, but they're fit. Yeah. Their cardio's up. Their shoulder strength. They look like MMA their triceps. fighters. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, they outsurf me, dude. Yeah. They outsurf me because I am not up to their level yet. And it like is, they can, they can motor around all day because that's what they know. Yeah, it's freaking crazy, dude. The fitness world is like, literally, it'll never be dice. It can never be grouped as one ever. Yeah, and that's what's so cool is like, you know what? Tomorrow I could wake up and be like, I hate my job. I'm gonna go coach somewhere else. Do coach something different, and I can take all that information, apply it somewhere else. Just do a like, do a surfing clinic yeah. or do beach workouts or do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so cool and like. That's the thing that got me so fired up about fitness is that I'm never going to do the same thing. The same day will not happen to me again because I am coaching differently every day. Mm, that's I a good c- point. Right. I could wake up and read a script, but I'm going to recite it different every time because yeah. I'm going to find what I like and what I don't like about it. You know? Huh. So I'm going to tailor it down to what I like, but then the workout changes tomorrow. Right. So now I got to find something else to say. It's awesome. It's a good, it's a good job. It's awesome, dude. It's fitness, very cool. Fitness is, if you like, if you like change, <clears throat> obviously, if you like change and you yeah. like to do different things, fitness is such a good industry. And, you know, the pay not, might not be always where it's at and like COVID scare and stuff like that, but I have never had a more fulfilling job in my entire life. That's awesome. Never. I'm happy for you, man. I appreciate I, it, dude. Uh, your Instagram and like, you're, you're one of the most positive people i know and it's just like you, you post stuff and i'm just like it's genuinely i'm like oh that's sick i get excited <laughs> appreciate that yeah and you're really that. cute dog yeah thank you dude how's that it's um it's fun dude i uh i'd be remiss if i didn't shout out my girlfriend here but she <laughs> has helped me a lot too um she is a go getter dude because she's a trainer too right she does the same thing i do but Damn. she's in nursing school bro oh shit. times yes times 10 oh my god so she's on a different level than me bro Whew. yeah and she's got to deal with me <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so she gets all she gets a lot of she's she's an engine bro for sure um she so i came home that day that i went to the meeting with that guy the week after he called me yeah 
And I was like, Sarah, I was like, you will not believe the money they offered me to coach people. I was like, it's we like it's we- almost doesn't feel real. And she was like, wait, really? And she was working at a studio as like a sales associate because it was just something that she could be flexible with her right. schedule. And I was like, and get this, I've almost tripled my salary and cut my hours in half. I'm telling you, I don't think think something's wrong. And she was like, no, like that's pretty accurate. Like I've heard about Orange Theory coaches making a lot of money. Huh. And it's like, I know, but like you could do it. And like you're in nursing school and she's like, I could do it. And like she was a she's a division one swimmer, right? But she um her last year she can't, with clinicals and stuff like that she can't, and with COVID <laughs> she would constantly be had to be tested because she's in a hospital and stuff yeah. like that. But then like I got her or she applied for a, a job with Orange Theory and like she one of the people reached out and they're like um, division one athlete one hundred percent and we went through <laughs> the training process together everything and like we that's so fun yeah it was awesome they were like wait you guys are a couple because we were in the training and no one knew yeah but like we showed up together we go right. to lunch together <laughs> it's like a week of like training training yeah and um at the end they're like or like halfway through they're like do you guys know each other like the people that are coaching <laughs> a little us. bit and we're like yeah why and they're like because like you guys seem really friendly with each other and we didn't know i was like we live together <laughs> and they're like oh that's why i'm like yeah dude what the hell <laughs> i was like i'm not that smooth with it <laughs> and um yeah so she got the same job so she works she works a little bit less than i do because she's got you know a more Nurse, rigorous yeah. nursing schedule and um but you know her being like helping me with the dog and stuff like that we got him during march of last year so okay. right before covid hit or right yeah right right as. i mean right as covid yeah. hit. everything was shutting down we went to we had a week off from or we had they were like uh shutting down lululemon for a week to see like what's going on like with the world and we had went to a, a chain smokers concert at the pga at um tbc sawgrass yeah and um we got home to the apartment or her apartment so i was living at the beach at the time right and um she goes uh hey have you ever thought about getting a dog and i was like yeah i was like well let's see like what shakes out here i was like i've always wanted a dog i've always wanted my own dog mm-hmm. always 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 and um i could always just envision myself with like an australian shepherd sitting next to me <laughs> riding down the road with his head out the window you know like i've always just pictured that as me and um she's like an animal lover and I was like, you know what? I'll get the dog and she'll help me raise it. You know, because we had only been dating for like six months. Oh, wow. This was two March. Right. This was last March when we got the dog, but we had been dating for, um, yeah, almost a, almost a year. Okay, okay. We had been almost dating for a year before COVID hit. Okay. And uh, yes, because we've been dating almost two and a half years. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so anyways, I had to get my timeline right. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. But uh so we get to the apartment and we're like talking about dogs and stuff. We we're just looking up stuff. And then I get the phone call. It's like, Hey, we won't be working for like two weeks. And I was like, Oh, hmm. well maybe now's the time to like get a dog and like train them for two weeks or a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause she was school was shut down like for the rest of the year. Right. So she wasn't doing anything. So she was like, okay, cool. Well, I can help, you know, it can stay here. And I was like, great. Well then I come back to the apartment, my apartment and my brother who was living at the time and his girlfriend had it covid they had just got it i mean at the start of no one even knew what like it was the effects yeah. were so i was like oh crap like i'm gonna get it so i was like i'm not staying here for two weeks yeah packed up my stuff went to sarah's apartment her two roommates aren't are from out of state they were both 
athletes at UNF as well. So they went home. And so okay. it was just her and I at, the, at her apartment. And uh, she went to work. She was still working. Like after like a week went by, she went to back to work. And uh, we were looking up dogs and stuff like that. And I went online and we both wanted an Australian Shepherd. And there's like different kinds. It was like, uh-huh. a, it was like a red, silver, white colored dog. Yeah. And I was like, Australian Shepherd with bright blue eyes. I was like, this dog's beautiful. Yeah. I was like, but I have allergies. So oh, I don't know if this is going to work in inside of an apartment, you know? And uh, she was like, well, like, you know, I'll clean up. We'll do our, our best to like brush it and see how it goes. And I was like, you know what? Fine. And I called this lady. I said, hey, I would like to put a deposit down on mm-hmm. the dog. She's like, well, we won't take it online. We want you to see the dogs first to make sure you like it. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's pretty fair. Mm-hmm. And she was like, come down on Saturday. I was like, perfect. So it's Friday night. I am so excited. My parents don't know. Her parents don't know. My brother doesn't know. <laughs> just Sarah and I know. Yeah. Right? And um, so I've got – it was a $300 deposit. The dog was like 1200 bucks, but we are going to split it between the two of us. Right. So we get all the stuff, like, you know, puppy stuff. We're getting excited, all that good stuff. And then I'm like, you know what? I would be so mad at myself if we got this dog and I was so allergic to it. Yeah. I would hate myself. <clears throat> Because it's not going anywhere because I would fall in love with it, mm-hmm. you know, but it would be like that fatal attraction. <laughs> I would be so miserable, but love the dog. Yeah. So I went back online. I went to Craigslist and I was like, they have to have like some type of golden doodle. I'll even pay up for it. You know what I mean? Our budget was like 1600 bucks, like 800 a piece. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. For I mean, for a dog, like right. that's pretty good. Now yeah. they're going for like $3,000. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's yeah. So we go online and, uh. I see these two, I mean, beautiful golden doodles for sale, twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm like, yes, yes, I'd done it. Day before, <laughs> I was supposed to go see the other dog. I'm like, I had done it. I call these people up. Sarah's at work. I call these people up. I'm like, hey, do you have a golden doodle? Like, do you have this dog still there? And they're like, oh my gosh. They're like, we just sold it. I was like, no, you didn't just do that. Not. I was like, well, it's just not meant to happen. Yeah. I was like, I'm supposed to go get that <clears> other dog. It's just fate. You know, and they're like, well, are you looking for like a doodle? And I was like, yeah, but it's okay. And she's like, I was like, just like, thinking there like, well, we know someone, you know, it's a breeder. And, um, or like, she was going to be like, well, if you wait a couple months and we knew the timing wouldn't be right. right. We needed it now to train it. Yeah. And, uh, before we all went back to work. And, uh, so they're like, well, we have other doodles like available. And I was like really like what kind of doodles <laughs> she was like aussie doodles and i was like what is that and she's like australian shepherd poodle mix i was like no way they make those and she was like yes they make these and i was like okay she's like but you better go online and look at the dogs that we have because we just posted them an hour ago and there's there's like 10 available yeah. there's four left Oh my god! I was like freaking out. I get on my computer, like I'm typing in. I'm like, you know, this website. She's like, go to this website. I'll stay on the phone. You know, like you can like have the pick of the last like four or five. I think it was like there was ten. I think there was like six left because like the really cool ones went first. Yeah. And so, um, I see this. It, they're called Blue Merle because they're yep. black, gray, and white. Yeah. And um, I see this one that's blue, like same color as Jetty, my dog. Bright blue eyes, just beautiful dog. I'm yeah. like, I want that one. She's like, just sold. Oh I'm my like, damn it. God. So I, I go, I scroll <laughs> down and I see a red merle, which is like red, silver, and white and uh-huh. brown with green eyes. I'm okay. like, I want that one. And they're like, just sold. I'm like, 
tell me what's available <laughs> right now. And she was like, okay, um, this one's available. And I was like, oh. I was like, it's a, it's a blue Merle, but, like, he didn't have any cool, like, eyes. But, like, his colors were the most unique. Yeah. And I was like, she was like, we took really bad pictures of him. He had just gotten, like, cleaned by his mom, and his hair was all weird. Uh-huh. And I was like, are you sure? She was like, by far the cutest dog. I was like, I'll put my deposit down. She was like, $100, it's yours. $100, that's it? To put the deposit yeah. down. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. So I send, you know, 100 bucks. Sarah has no idea I'm doing this. Oh. Because she thinks we're going to see the other dog. Right. So, um, I'm, I mean, I am fired up. She's like, they're hypoallergenic. They're crate trained. Yep. They're de-dew clawed. Their tails are docked. And, like, um, they're microchipped. Damn. For a, we got them for nine fifty. What? Because it was their first litter they ever had. That's actually nuts. Crazy. That's nuts. And, I, and that's what I was, like, afraid. I was like, this isn't real. You know what I mean? This isn't real. Yeah. And so she was like, we'll be here on Saturday if you want to come get him. They're ready to go. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Um, you know what I mean? I thought maybe I had like a week to think about it, right? So I was like, oh, God. So I call Sarah and I'm like, hey. Um, hey, babe. Uh, I was like, change of plans. We're not going to Gainesville. We're going to Ocala tomorrow. And she's like, oh, is that where the dog's at? And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. That's where, That's where the dog's at. at. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> And I sent her just like I sent her random pictures of that dog. She's like, ew, what kind of dog is that? And I was like, the dog that we're going to see tomorrow. She's like, stop. And I was like, swear. So we get there. We're driving down there. We're trying to think of names. And uh, she's like, he better be cute. He better be cute. I'm like, come on. What puppy's not cute? Yeah. We get there and there's a whole pen of dogs. And, you know, like there's Rottweilers in there. Mm. There's German Shepherds. There's Cute golden puppies. doodles. Oh my gosh! German bro. Shepherd puppies, Aussie doodle oh. puppies, and like they're all running to the fence, and like we're like looking in there, looking for ours because you know there's some that are the same color, right? And there's one dog sitting in the back corner, completely oblivious, <laughs> facing the other way, like looking up <laughs> at like the roof or something. And Sarah goes, "Where is he? Which one's ours?" And I'm sitting there staring at him, like. <laughs> shaking my head and she goes no i'm like the one in the back that is not even close to us and so the lady goes over there and grabs him and sets him on sarah's lap and she goes how much is he like i mean without even petting and without even seeing what his interactions are like yeah. and she started like lady that was like 950 and we we're like oh my god i was like this is too good to be true and you know he had all the shots she like vetted everything for <laughs> yeah. us and like you know he was sitting on our lap he was whining but like she like told us to like set him up on his his butt and then pick his arms up like a baby and like like hold like basically wiggle him because uh-huh. he was like hot and he just like was just sitting there and she was like he's the most chill dog of all time she's like he's the last one to eat until everyone else is eaten he's like he goes over there does his thing like he's the only one that's responded to potty training I'm like what I'm like is he a genius and she was like she was like i would like to think so and you know everybody's a little biased about their dog yeah theirs and i was like okay you know like we'll take him so you know we get him in the car and he whines the whole way home because he's never been in a car and i'm like oh my god dude this dog's got two weeks or we're sending him back yeah. you know what i mean and that night slept through the whole night two days he was potty trained and that oh was my god house trained it was crazy that's awesome and so like and then we had so much time during covid because then it ended up those two weeks t- turned into a month off right and um we would leave an hour we would leave him at home for an hour in the crate 
and then we'd leave him outside of the crate for 30 minutes hmm. and then we'd we'd keep leaving like acting like we were leaving we just hanging out outside <clears throat> and then we'd come back and then like to make sure he hasn't torn anything up right and then it got to the point where we're leaving three hours at a time and then we'd leave him out and he wouldn't tear anything up huh. and then we'd come home and like we just slowly like increased it and we're nice. not ever gone for more than like five to six hours right so he i mean he literally roams around the apartment like no, never pees in the house never poops in the house never tears anything up nothing that is awesome yeah we got super lucky though. that's awesome yeah it's a super good experience my parents have an australian labradoodle um really and they're hypoallergenic too so yeah. and uh because i i also am allergic to them yeah so i i would have if i ever got one it would have to be like a doodle or something yeah, yeah they're awesome nice. dogs though they're great so sweet smart smart and he loves the beach dude loves really the beach, loves the pool goes into any body of water oh and, like, that's awesome that's the only thing i hate about him is like i cannot keep him out of water i can't i can tell him no but he like walks down he's like looking at me and he'll stick his paws in and then he'll look at me testing the waters like, literally get out. <laughs> and he'll jump out and like run around i'm like dude you're the worst <laughs> and jetty that's his it. name's jetty like how'd beach. you come up with that's like sweet rocks. so it was it was between oliver and neptune oliver's my parents dog really it was between yep. oliver and neptune and i, like neptune. I was like that's neptune's cool but like there's no real nickname and then on the way home, we were, like, looking at him. We were, like, what could he be? And, like, I went online, and Jetty was – I was, like, oh, that's perfect. I like it. And he looks – he literally looks like a beach Jetty. Like, he's gray, yeah. black, white. He looks like rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so – That's a cool name. perfect, yeah. That's awesome. Super unique, too. I don't really hear any dogs named Jetty. I've never heard of it. It's a, yeah. People think it means, like, they're, like, oh, like, Jedi, like, Star Wars. I'm, like – very inaccurate <laughs> you're not even very close. wrong yeah not even close you are very stupid yeah. please do not ever say that again <laughs> yeah not even close oh man um well i have to get going we, we gotta wrap this up yeah, um this was so fun yeah dude it was good talking to you man yeah this was great like we ranted a lot but it's good that's good the point stuff. of it yeah you, right, you can go cool. any direction yeah um, it was fun man but if anyone learned anything from this uh yeah i hope so go join orange theory <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> not a sponsor out. yet <laughs> Nice maybe sponsor. next time yeah maybe um, next well, time. thank you so much yeah bro thank you for having me appreciate it